the big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Tatum coming on the show here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Kenan Tatum, legendary linebacker for the Irish. I'm sure a lot of you remember him for the hit uh, at the SC game in 1995. So really, really excited to have him on. Um, also, as we're doing this, we got Jason Lynch on. All right, good. So people are watching. We're also watching the Irish uh, men's basketball team play Virginia Tech. Unfortunately, they're down eight at half. So seven. down seven at half now. So some continued struggles there for our guys. Uh, but the women's basketball team is looking pretty good as usual, right? Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Arike. She just became the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame women's basketball history. So huge shout-out to her. Uh, just to, I think she's probably the greatest of all time in terms of women's basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I challenge anybody to argue, argue that with me. Um, as I mentioned, if you guys could please share this post. Uh, we want to make sure it gets out there because it's not, for some reason, streaming on the regular Facebook page. Uh, we'll be bringing Ken and Tatum on here in just a minute. If you have questions for Ken and Tatum, let us know. We got a sick uh, blockhead, Brian Little, one of our uh, best supporters. And actually, uh, if you hadn't heard the news, uh, Dose Leprechauns is now on uh, iHeartRadio. So if you want to check us out there, you're more of a, a podcast person when you listen, that's great. Check us out on iHeartRadio. We're also on iTunes and YouTube. Thanks in large part to Brian Little. Uh, so with that said, it is just about 2 o'clock. We'll bring on Ken in here in just a second. Nate, why don't you go ahead and dial him up. If you have questions for Ken and Tatum, go ahead and drop them here in the comments section. We'll try to get to them as, as best we can. Also, we'll have an open phone line after the interview. You can call us at 951-206-9403. So give us a call. Let us know uh, if you have any questions for us or anything you'd like to talk about. We're happy to try to try to answer that with you. We've got uh, Jason Lynch on, Brian Little. I saw Greg Schaefer, uh, East of the Men's Greg Schaefer. They have a great podcast where they focus a lot on high school uh, football. So uh, give them a shot, too. Colin Kinnon right now. Mr. Tatum, how you doing? This is Dos Epricons. I'm doing good. How are you? We're great, man. Hey, thank you so much. We're finally finally able to connect. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. We're doing the interview right at 4 o'clock, man. I'm glad that you called. <laughs> yeah, we... I, was waiting for a, uh, I was waiting for an internet company to call me back. I was like, man, that was, that's kind of weird to call me from California. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. Hey, how, how are you doing? I'm doing 
doing okay, man. Good, good. Well, thanks for taking some time to get on with us today. We've got quite a few people uh, watching live, so we'll probably have some questions from our audience uh, here throughout the show. But um, kind of wanted to just start off by asking you, and, and, you know, you hear a lot in college football about the catch, you know, different things like that, some of the legendary moments in football. But for me, one of my favorite moments as a Notre Dame football fan was in 1995 when you changed the entire course of that game by just destroying that SC player, man. So uh, tell us a little bit about that game and kind of that hit and how it immortalized you. Well, <clears throat> luckily we had a little bit of digital video going back there so we can uh, keep some of that footage. Um, but um, the stage was a... Uh, Stage was said like you know USC was undefeated at the time they were number five in the country and uh, we had took an early loss that year you know we had high hopes that year as well too but we had only had one loss at the time so um, and Keyshawn Johnson was talking a whole bunch of um, smack as far as like what they were going to do on offense you know to our defense yada 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 and uh, and when the game started to make a long story even longer like when the game started like they were they were like moving the ball. Um, Pretty, pretty efficient, and uh, they ended up, and they ended up kicking the field goal. Or no, we ended up kicking the field goal when we had the ball. And they ended up scoring a touchdown. But uh, when they got the ball back again, they got the ball on their three yard line, and uh, they had a 15 play drive going um, when this actual hit happened. And uh, so that was obviously the 15th play, but there was a uh, third and goal on our three-yard line. So they went from the three to the three. So it was however many yards that it was, man. I don't feel like doing math. I already got my three. <laughs> um, so, but regardless, so you can say anytime you make it over 10 plays as a defensive player, man, you know, you kind of um, win it. So granted, to say, uh, needless to say, like what we felt like on the 15th. So um that one play was called this was like the fourth time that they were running this uh iso uh iso uh run play and i knew it was coming i only had one gap and they ran it right in the a gap and you know and their fullback you know he uh he had uh, been cutting me the entire time and you know in south bend we don't really play the cut block you know we chin check man you know what i mean yeah so, you know yeah, it's, 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 yeah it's, it's, it's big boy game out here, not finesse. So um, so he went to finesse, and I went big boy, man. So I went over the top, <laughs> and then I uh, hit the, the running back in the mouth. And at the same time, um, you know, during the exchange, the ball came out. And, you know, when we recovered it, it was just exciting as it actually looked on the uh, video. But uh, when we recovered it, from that point on, we ran off 35 straight points. And we ended up beating them 35 to 10, which was an amazing game. So you're talking about a mood, uh, 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 a mood swinger, a mood swinger play. That definitely was a mood swinger play. Um, mm -hmm. The offense kind of, well, were very energized from that point on. And uh, yeah, man. So. I, I remember it vividly, man. And this, it's so amazing to hear you tell it from your your own perspective. Uh, what did uh, what did Coach Holtz have to say after you made that play and you went back to the sidelines? Well, he didn't. He didn't um, have anything to say. Coach Holtz was. Um, you remember he had the uh, neck brace going on. He yep. Was sitting up in the box. He was in the box that game, I believe. Um, yeah, I think he was. In, yeah, he was in. The, he was in the press box that game. So you know, Coach Davy was championing uh, championing the sidelines at the time because you know he was a defensive coordinator yeah. and also the interim head coach too. So he was he was taking care of the sideline like this. Okay. All right. So we had a question from uh, Jason Lynch wants to know what are your thoughts on how much the game has changed since you played both collegiately and, and in the NFL? 
safer. <laughs> you know, um, I can say it's safer, and I can say the main thing is that they're trying to make it safer. Sure. And in their efforts of doing so, it's changed the scope of the way that they call the game. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, we, we like the game the way it was, but at the same time, you know, if you have kids and, you know, you're thinking about playing, the safety of the game matters to you. It's not just know just uh you know for demolition purposes out there so um <laughs> so yeah so it just uh, prolongs guys uh, careers man you know got it uh so what would you say is the best game that you played in i don't know it's kind of hard to beat that it's kind of hard to beat that game there the the game one of the awesome games too was the texas a&m the cotton bowl we played texas a&m we beat them and finished number two in the country um when we beat florida state uh my freshman year in 93 at home it was number one versus number two the game of the century and um and then after we beat them we lit that number one on top of oh yeah grace hall and uh that was that was i don't think i went to class for like four days <laughs> i think i just partied for like four days man I don't know. it was crazy <laughs> just... <laughs> but, uh, senior year there were so many meaningful games because it was your last one you knew it was your last collegiate game so um and we we scored a whole lot of points yep we, we, we scored a lot of points man we were averaging like like 50 points man um and that was back then you know what i mean but mm-hmm. like we were pretty efficient but uh we opted not to go a game to the bowl game that game and i and adversely the sc game that we lost to actually break the 13-year streak is one of the games that I remember. You know, it wasn't obviously favorable, but that's one I remember too because it meant so much. It was it was crazy. Yeah. You know? now, now I know you uh, you didn't know a whole lot about Notre Dame uh, before committing to go to go go to play in South Bend, but was there a moment that you kind of realized, man, this is this is where I need to be. This is this is going to be home for the next four years or, or three or four years for me. Well, it was on my visit. I, I knew nothing about school. Um, I really wasn't into college like that. So, I mean, you know, I was just playing for kid playing football, man, to be for real. Um, but when I went on the visit, just the feeling I got um, all the way around, like, you know, it was kind of boring. You know, it was a uh, focus on academics. It was a long way away from home. People couldn't just stop by and see me, you know. And, you know, and it was kind of a life that I wanted to get away from as well, too. And so distance, <laughs> I knew that. Sure. Um, but, uh, but I ultimately wanted to be, I ultimately wanted to have, like, national connections versus being regional. I wanted to be able to go where I wanted to go. And Notre Dame seemed to give the best uh, opportunity for that, like, with a degree. Sure. And with the exposure with the uh, you know, we play one West Coast game a year, every every year. I mean, I went to California every year, man. So like, that was, that was yeah. super cool. Like, so it was, I mean, it was just, it was a whole bunch of things about it that was just nuts um, that weren't offered at other schools, you know. Do, do, you ever get to, do, you, do you ever get to go out to the Stanford game out here in Palo Alto anymore since you stopped playing? I haven't been out, no. It, I it, haven't been out. I want to go out, man. But, you know, I want to go out. It, 
kind of funny to me because you know back in the day in the you know the late in the mid '90s when you guys were playing, uh, you'd go to that game and it was it was empty. And and you know after Andrew Luck and Jim Harbaugh and those guys, it's totally packed. But I remember you guys used to have your way with Stanford, and so now it's just kind of funny to see the the difference out there, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, they were they were kind of good though when we played them as well, man. Um, you know they were kind of up and down, like what you said, but they probably they got real consistent over the last ten years. Oh so yeah, sure. oh yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I know you were drafted. You were drafted in the third round in 1997 by the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, what was your what 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 do you think it was like? Uh, did you ever think that you'd be playing in the NFL, getting drafted that high? Do you did you get drafted where you think you would? And, and what talk us through that process a little bit as far as the NFL experience for you? It exceeded all my expectations, man. I just wanted to kind of I just wanted to go to school and um, earn a scholarship where my parents would never pay for school. So nice. Just kept getting just kept getting bigger and bigger. You know, just with the right, like, guidance and leadership, the guys I was playing around, the coach I had, you know, and seeing guys before me make it to the league. So, I mean, it just became, like, a reality if, you know, if I really wanted to do that. Um, I think I had that option. So, then, like, Combine's coming up here this upcoming weekend um, down in Indianapolis, and I was invited to the Combine, and that's the best of the best in the country. So, you know, like, when all these things get to happen, you know, you know it's um uh, it's like a like a real opportunity for you. Yeah. And uh, the week before the draft, like remember Jimmy Jimmy Johnson was the coach of the Miami Dolphins at the time. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, he flew myself uh, down there because he wanted to draft another linebacker, but um, Zach Thomas because Zach Thomas kept getting concussions. He wanted to draft another a fast line, so he flew myself down there. Flew. Um, uh, Derek Rogers and, and uh, Derek Smith from Arizona, Arizona State, you know, and uh, Derek Rogers ended up going down there. But just like like I'm saying, like all these events that are happening, like the combine, like going down there, like you know it's a real deal, like it's getting ready to happen. And then when draft day came, it was only two days then. It was first day and second day. It was the first, what, three rounds? Mm-hmm. The uh, first day and then it was rounds four through seven on day two. Right. So I watched the first day um, thinking I was just going to be watching my boys get drafted, you know, uh, Mark Edwards, Ronaldo Wynn, and those, you know, those two especially. And I figured they was going to go in the top two rounds. And I thought I was going to go, like, the second day. Um, but then uh, <laughs> I started getting phone calls in the third round. And then, uh, like, the Dolphins called. They were like, they were like, hey, they said, we got the 89th pick. In the third in the third round, they was like, um, you know, you were just down there, we we're getting ready to draft. And they was like, Do you want to be a Miami Dolphin? I was like, Man, I said, All my life I wanted to be in Florida. I said, Yeah, I said, pull the trigger. So my heart's about to jump out of my chest. I'm sitting <laughs> in my, my, my apartment at the, at the point in uh, downtown San Ben. I'm sitting in my apartment, man, you know, and I'm, I'm just sitting there waiting for like these picks to go through. And it was taking like each one now is taking like a year. Yeah, these picks. you know, I'm just waiting for them to get to the pick. They were like, Oh. I don't know, 70-something. And then the phone rang again, probably in about 15, 20 minutes or so. And I thought it was them calling back, but then I answered the phone, and it was Carolina Panthers. They was like, hey. They was like, we got the 87th pick. They was like, we're thinking about drafting. They was like, you want to be Carolina Panthers? I was like, man, you know what? I said, all my life. I want to be <laughs> and I, said, yeah. I said, go ahead, pull the trigger, man. I said, do it, do it, do it. I didn't care who called me. <laughs> I was going to say all my life I wanted to be That's here. That's right. Let's do this. And 
<laughs> That's great. Because like I said, man, um, this whole thing exceeded my expectations. So I, w- I wasn't lying when I said that. Sure, <laughs> I, was, sure. I really wasn't. So it was, it was, it was super cool, man. Super cool. Nice. Just to see a name on ESPN, you know, a TV show you've been watching your whole life. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's just, it was just super cool. Super cool experience. So what would you say is the biggest difference between college and the NFL? say the depth of the play calling, the uh, the preparation, the, the, the different matchups that coaches try to present, you know, you, you get a lot more, you get a lot more variations in the NFL because it's more of a mind game. People recognize what you, like quarterbacks can recognize defenses, you know, um, a little bit better than they can in college and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Linebackers and DBs can recognize what quarterbacks are doing. You know, I mean, that's why you see, like, marginal quarterbacks always have a high rate of interceptions because dudes can see what they're doing. You know what I mean? Sure. Like a brain game. Um, but, uh, but I would say the speed in, in the lines, like the offensive and defensive lines, like the speed, like, it, it's phenomenal. Like, those guys, everybody's fast. Well, everybody else was already fast, but like the linemen and D-linemen across the board, you know, are athletic as well. So um, a 6'5", 330-pound athletic guy, that's kind of scary sometimes. Sure. Now, uh, I know Lee Becton was a guy that uh, kind of mentored you a little bit earlier on in your career. Are there other guys besides Lee that uh, you're still close with, that you still talk to on a regular basis, hang out with at games, things like that? I go back. I usually go back for like two games a year. You know, Oscar McBride. I'm still in uh, contact with Big O. Exactly. Uh, uh, Bobby Brown. He comes back to games um, or whatnot. Um, Burt Berry, which is my dog. That's my boy. We were drafted back to back. Nice. On draft day, which is crazy. So he retired. He's out in Arizona. He's out in Scottsdale, chilling. Um, Mike Kane wants to know, uh, is there any way, anywhere you would go on campus to just kind of get away from everything? Anywhere I would go on campus to get away from 
off campus to me. Yeah. <laughs> to get away from everything, I'd probably go off campus, like, yeah, totally off campus. Okay. But, uh, but my, my dorm was pretty, my dorm was like my safe haven. I stayed in Soren, and, you know, we didn't have an athletic dorm, so I didn't have any athletes in there, you know? Right. And I, I loved it like that, and I, and I was right next door to the basilica, to the church. Mm. So, like, just like always hearing like the church bells, the chimes, and the clock, and the stuff like that. I mean, that was serene enough. And obviously, I got the grotto down there, but yep. you know, I can't say that you know I utilized it in that manner. You know what I mean? Sure. No, it's yeah. it's a beautiful place. I don't think there's any wrong answer there. <laughs> um, yeah. So the last question we always kind of like to let people do here is uh, just tell everybody what you're up to now. If you have anything, I know you have the uh, the the app that you guys are pushing. Um, so let people know, you know, what you're supporting, what what people can find you on, things like that. App? What app? I don't know. What the app the one that uh, Ronaldo wins got going on. Oh, that's Ronaldo's app. Okay. Oh, I thought that was both of you guys. Okay. No, 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 no. I, no, I just said I downloaded it. <laughs> no, that's Ronaldo's app. Okay. But um, I'm with Allstate Insurance. Um, I'm with Allstate Insurance Company here in uh, – in, uh, I'm a market manager in uh, Central Illinois. So what I do is uh, I support um, the uh, agency owners, the independent uh, exclusive agency owners of Central Illinois, like on best practices and how to, uh, you know, increase the equity in the business, expand, you name it. Um, just uh, – and uh, take care of the customer in the right way too. Yeah. And we specialize in financial services and um, workplace benefits. So I'm pretty busy trying to um, help these guys maximize um, their sales opportunities to take care of customers. Okay, very cool. And uh, how, if people aren't already following you, how can they? Are you on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? Just let them know how you can get us stay in contact with you. I'm on Facebook, man. Facebook is just my name, Kenan Tatum. I don't think there's too many other people out there like me. <laughs> Probably no, not. I think it'll pop up. <laughs> okay, very cool. But you got to put in there, but, um, and on Instagram too, but that's about it. Okay. Well, hey, Kenny, we really appreciate the time today. Uh, it's been a real honor to talk to you. It was amazing to watch you play, and it's been great to be able to catch up with you a little bit. Yeah, glad we can catch up, man. Thanks for giving me a call, man. You yes, sir. Good. You have a great day, and go Irish. All right, see you. Go Irish. All right. All right, so that was our interview with uh, Ken and Tatum. So, uh, I think he might have had like a bird in the background or something else kind of cool, but I was waiting for him to come on the phone too. So uh, we have an open phone line now, uh, 951-206-9403 if you want to call in and talk anything Notre Dame football, Notre Dame basketball, women's basketball, anything you guys want, give us a call. It's uh, 218. We'll be on for another couple minutes here and then we'll, we'll sign off kind of a quick show today. Uh, we will be taking off uh, the next few weeks, probably getting ready for the spring game. Uh, we do have some articles that we're going to have uh, coming out on our Decepticons page, which we are live on now, uh, especially talking about the AAF. Uh, Nate and I had an opportunity to go out to the uh, home opener for the AAF fleet, San Diego fleet. Nate, why don't you tell me what you thought about the game? I thought it was really cool. Um, it's great that they put football back in San Diego, not yeah. just uh, college football. Um, and it's not much different than at like Chargers games and stuff. It's the same environment and stuff like that. People acting crazy. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. It was a great environment. Uh, people were really into the game. There was some chance of screw you Spanos toward the end. So I know my boy Adam Wentz will like that. I know some of my San Diego Charger fans, uh, Alex Montoya, really appreciate that. So uh, it was kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Gary Candidate wants to know who is going to the spring game. We will not be at the spring game, but uh, we... I will be in South Bend in June. I'll be making a special announcement about that today, but 
I will be going to Fantasy Camp finally. Thank you to everybody that supported me. I've been saving for five, six years now. This has been a dream of mine. Finally pulling the trigger. I'll be going to Fantasy Camp, so I'll be out there in June. would love to hang out with some peeps before and after. Um, so that'll be in June. And then uh, we plan to go out to the Boston College game, which is the weekend, the senior, senior game weekend before Stanford. And then we'll be doing our usual tailgate in Stanford with our boy, uh, Troy Keenan and everybody else like that. So, um, like I said, we got a, we got a phone line open if you guys want to call the, uh, the AAF games. It was really cool, too, to see Terry and Folsom out there for the uh, Atlanta Legends. He didn't get a lot of playing time. I don't know. I think he might have gotten hurt uh, midway through the second quarter. Didn't see him much out, much out there after that. Um, it's been nice to see Niles Morgan playing out there for the Arizona team. Greer Martini is playing for <clears> Salt Lake. Uh, Cody Riggs is playing for Orlando. Uh, ben Turk's out there for, I think, Orlando as well. Who else am I missing from the Irish that's out there? Oh, we mentioned Folston. I know I'm going to kick myself in the butt after this. Uh, oh, Max, duh. Max Redfield on yeah. Birmingham Iron. He's actually had some good games. Uh, I think they play later today, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. So the Birmingham Iron, they're undefeated, so Max mm -hmm. is getting a chance to show off. I know John Montelius was, uh, Montelius was one of the guys. He had transferred to Virginia Tech his senior year, but uh, he was a domer for three years, <laughs> and I think he was on the Birmingham team as well, but I could be wrong. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's great to see some of these guys – uh, thanks, Brian. Yeah, thanks for thanks for that. Uh, it's great to see some of these guys getting a second chance to play um, some football and maybe get a look for the NFL at some point. Yep. Um, so again, right now Notre Dame basketball is on down seven with about 14 and a half left in the second half against Virginia Tech. They're putting up a good fight. I think this team is going to be really, really good next year. They got yeah. some they got some really young talent on there. Um, so uh, they're going to be a scary team next year. I think uh, this year is kind of just a learning experience, but. Uh, Next year, you're going to want to watch out for the men's basketball team. And uh, men's baseball, man, Cole Komet yesterday, uh, five strikeouts and three and a half innings pitched. He looked really good, uh, the Irish one. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a, been a good time for, uh, for Notre Dame sports, so good stuff. All right, so nobody's calling in, so we're going to go ahead and just sign off at this point. Um, give us a call if you want, but if not, we're going to sign off. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Not sure why I didn't go on the regular Facebook feed, but we are going to go live, looks like from now on here on the Bill Sepricons page. Please share this podcast so people can hear the interview with Ken and Tatum. Uh, like I said, we'll be off probably for the remainder of March, or the, obviously the remainder of February and the remainder of March, and we'll be back in April to get ready for the spring game, talk about the combine. Um, looks like we're going to be able to get decks on sometime either right after the combine or soon after that, uh, so we're looking forward to that. Nate, anything yeah. before we sign off? Um, baseball's back. Baseball season, boys. Uh, Who's everybody's uh, baseball team? Drop your comments uh, in line. We're, we're Angel fans, but... I got to be honest, man. I'm happy for the pods to get uh, Manny Machado. No, not happy for the pods. No, he's a he's a curse. So the Padres are gonna go 48 and 120 wow. or whatever. So Nate here thinks that the Angels are gonna make it to the World Series. Whoa, We're going I, all the way. I don't even think the Angels are gonna make the playoffs, but I think they'll probably be somewhere around 84 and 78, something like that. But. We're not going to the World Series. I don't even think we're making the playoffs with that pitching staff. So we'll make it. see what happens. Uh, Jason Lynch, keep an eye out for edits and some videos coming. Thank you. Yes, I want to thank the guys, the crew uh, at Dos Leprechauns Media. We've changed our name, Dos Leprechauns Media. We've got some really cool stuff coming up, so you'll start to see that in March as we get ready for the spring game. We're going to have um, a, probably a new T-shirt designer, or not designer, but a new T-shirt company. We're going to do hats. I know everybody's been asking for hats. Uh, it's gonna, we're going to do some jerseys that kind of look like a Notre Dame jersey, but it'll say Dos Leprechauns instead. Some new shirt designs, so look out for that. Uh, I want to thank the team, uh, Jason Lynch, uh, Wayne Smith on edits. Those guys do the killer job with all these edits, even the one you see here on the screen today of Ken and Tatum. Um, they, we, I want to thank uh, Matt 
David, Patrick McCormick, and Jason Pruitt for the articles. Ben Walters for the videos. We're going to drop a Chase Claypool highlight video, hype video here, probably in the next hour or so, so be looking out for that. Uh, who else do we need? Uh, obviously, my co-host here, Nate, our producers for helping us get ready. Um, yeah, thank you, everybody. Also, thanks to our sponsor, Legends and Goats. I know they just uh, helped out with the Jalen Smith autograph signing today, so that was pretty cool out in Fort Wayne. Let's see. Uh, Ray Legrande said, Ray's very few of us. Yeah, I can imagine. Brian Little, my Texas Rangers suck, so I watch the Padres. All right. We don't really play baseball here in Pittsburgh. It's something else. Yeah, the Pirates, man, they get, they just, they, I don't know. They, they get good, and then they trade guys like McCutcheon. I don't get that. Jason Lynch says draft edits as they are drafted. Yeah, so during the NFL drafts, we'll have fresh edits for all the guys that are drafted and, and congratulating them and things like that. So be looking out for that as well. So, again, stay tuned to our channel, uh, Dill Supercons Media. Check us out. Uh, this episode will also be available on YouTube. We'll share in that. And, of course, iHeartRadio just announced. So thank you to Brian Little for helping out with that. Uh, my favorite blockhead. Check him out on iTunes and Spotify. With that, we'll sign off. Everybody have a blessed uh, rest of your weekend. Hope you guys stay dry and warm. It, it was really it snowed here in SoCal the other day, so uh, it was snow. I had a couple little snowflakes on my arm, so it was snow. Anyway, have a great day, guys. Go Irish, and we'll see you next time. Leprechauns be the place, uh, the podcast for inspiration and taste. With people all around from different sizes and shapes, shapes. different cultures and backgrounds in the race. We got Jason and Nate, hosts in the house, built to create, be in the lighthouse to keep us at the gate. Got the Notre Dame back in education, led the way from the bus about to drive it home. To rock a man with a plan that was so grand, built the flight out the dome. Zorro without the mask, but still cuts down. Every man make the this is the sound of at Koala Mama 85 asking DQ to bring back the Snickers Blizzard. And this is the sound of us making the Snickers Blizzard. And the all-new peanut butter pie blizzard made with Snickers. And this is the sound of 5,157 happy Snickers Blizzard lovers saying OMG smile emoji praise hands thank you exclamation point praise hands praise hands. That's what a Snickers Blizzard sounds like. And it's back with the all-new peanut butter pie blizzard made with Snickers. DQ. Happy tastes good. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, while supplies last, offer ends 831.19.